Welcome to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. Got Ryan Collin, your host. Bob Collin. Yo, yo, yo. What is up for sure? Jimmy Dalmage in the house. And you also have Daniel Son. Daniel Son. What's happening, boys? What up? A captainless episode as they are traveling down south for some family gatherings. Chasing you bastard. You bastard. Yeah. Okay. He's got uh he's got two families he's gotta try to please now. Yep. <laughs> it's always fun when he's here. So so they tie the knot and then then he can start, you know, not having to worry about keeping the in laws happy. Yeah, I mean he's he's got a lot going on. So Yeah. When you're dating, you kinda gotta do shit like that. So I don't know. Like those first couple of years, like he's he's wrapped up. Well, yeah, for a couple of years. That's like once he's seasoned like us, then he can start missing shit. It's not it's as like important. A couple, it's a couple of years, though. It's like, yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. A lot can happen in two years. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good, bad, and the ugly. He's going to start squirting out kids and stuff, and it's going to get weird, and then he's yeah. never going to be around. Yeah. I, yeah. I actually went fishing during my wedding. <coughs> wow. That's devotion right there. Cat fishing? I wish I would have. Catfishing, rubber boots and all. <laughs> yeah. we got, Going for catfish hunter. I got it on video, actually. We got married on the lake, and uh, we, it was like, you may kiss your bride, whatever, and we did that. And they're like, congratulations, I now announce you husband and wife. And I was like, cool. And I went and grabbed my fishing pole immediately, and she walked to me to the lake as I cast it into the water. Pretty redneck. Did you did you Jimmy cast it though? I like, didn't. Thank God. Totally yeah. like, it God. definitely wasn't a bait cast. Like, no, like, it was. Screw the cast I, I've, I've gotten I've gotten a little bit better with my bait caster. I'm not. I still mess up as you guys have seen. But I bought <laughs> I bought my better. wife for Christmas a uh, fishing for dummies book, and it teaches you how to tie knots and everything, and it's pretty cool. I mean, you bought you so you bought it for yourself. No, she actually, what you're saying. Yeah, okay, maybe. <laughs> I'm going to use it, too. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> it was on her list of things that she wanted. The so. best way to learn fishing knots is, like, just you like YouTube that shit, and they have, like, the animated videos that literally just show, like, how to do yeah. the loop. Like, it's how I'm you learning ex- so many fishing <clears throat> knots. You expect me to be normal enough to be able to follow those kinds of directions, though. Yes, because you're a nerd, and you sit on your computer, and I guarantee you just sit there and watch fishing knot videos. That's what I would do, at least. That's true. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Well, um, well, we got some housekeeping. 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 Yeah. Well, one. Lots of housekeeping. We have we lots have of dirty. House. We have a dirty <laughs> ass house. Our house is dirty. Our, our house is trash. <laughs> it is. It is not. I think we're, we're looking pretty pretty <clears throat> official right now. So, first bit of housekeeping yeah. is we are working with a little bit of new equipment here. Yep. So, um, a little bit. We're hoping the sound all works good. We've been testing it for a couple of weeks now. Dan's been working hard with this thing. Hey, I have to give all the credit to my wife Sarah. She has watched countless episodes or like videos, YouTube videos, and stuff on this, and she's been uh, she's been a great help to us. So, thank you, Sarah. Thank so, you, thank you, Sarah. Hey, thanks. Um, hey, thanks. Hey, thanks. <laughs> thanks, man. Um, thanks, bro. Yeah. So hopefully the sound all works out. Um, yeah. Hopefully it sounds a little better too. I mean, it yeah. sounds better in the headphones. I'm I'm excited. In the headphones, this. it sounds really good. We'll, it does. The listeners, we'll see. We let sound, us. We let, normally sound like shit. So, let as us long know. as we continue to sound like shit, yeah. otherwise you're not going to want to listen to us. We sound too good. We can't get too good. It's yeah. the terrible outdoorsman. Out of all the <laughs> feedback that I've ever had on the podcast, was that like our audio was pretty good. Yeah, yeah it was. We've never really yeah, had any every, issues with with yeah. with audio per se. Yeah. You know what's nice about this is it kind of just gives us another avenue to bring more people on at one time. 
You know, I yeah. mean, having well, that gives other... us lots more options. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's going to be true. my favorite button. Oh gosh! Oh my god! For sure. <laughs> we can put tape over that button. Or something. Nope. I'll change it to a different button, and then we can do, do this one, and I can talk like this the whole episode. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna cycle through like all the effects on this thing. Hundred percent. And then when Jamie's talking. <laughs> right. I have a Jimmy button. It's labeled Jimmy. <laughs> I, don't like, uh, I, don't, I don't like that button. <laughs> what? <laughs> Toggle through and show them the other one that we just recorded. Uh, Bob's, oh, yeah. This, Bob's is, this might be oh, our, yeah. our favorite. We got weights and fish. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, it was perfect. <coughs> so, yeah, some new equipment. Um, we'll have some fun with it and hopefully work out any kinks with it. But. Hopefully sounds better, gives us some some different avenues, and I get to have some more fun. <laughs> yeah, of course. He goes, <coughs> Definitely. All right, so some other housekeeping. We are done with our seven days of giveaways. So, yeah. Dan, we are going to spin the magic prize wheel and give away some prizes. Perfect. Um, first of all, thank you all again um, <coughs> for participating. Um, we had a really good uh, outpour of feedback and everything like that. So the first... Um, drawing that we're going to do is for the Michigan Shooting Centers package. Uh, what we're going to do is we're actually going to schedule a night of shooting. It's uh, Cosmic Clays at uh, Island Lake Shooting Range in Brighton. Uh, we're actually going to invite you, the winner, to join us, uh, the Terrible Outdoorsman, and shoot with us. Um, hopefully, Jimmy brings a gun that works. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll do the first drawing. Uh, Ryan, you want to spin the wheel? Spin the ma- pre- magic pre- All right. Good. Magic Wheel. So the first winner of the seven days of giveaways, the Michigan Shooting Center's package, is Andrea Marks Nowak. Andrea Marks Nowak. I know who that cool. is. You said uh, you used to work with her, you said? I did, yeah. Nice. Yeah, Andrea's worked with me back at Cabela's, Cabela's days. So, yeah, we found to go shooting with her. Very we cool. We talk guns. Funny story, she used to actually be um, – I don't even remember what her title called, but she used to check all the 4473s and all the firearm paperwork. Oh, wow. Yeah, like every single one. She was like the most detailed one. So, so she's kind of a big deal. Well, she knows uh, She knows how to like legally sell a firearm. Nice. I don't know if she can shoot one, but... Hey, well, we're going to find out, Andrea. We, we need to see if Amber can come join us that night. Yeah, yeah, we should. That would be, be cool. So, Try to get the gang together. If cool. She's, if she's not too scared. She might be frightened, even. I'm, I'm scared. I'm terrified. All, All right, right. So the next gift, uh, next giveaway, we're going to give away some terrible outdoorsman swag. Um, that is going to Mr. John Haver. John Haver. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, he used to. Uh, we, we used to shoot back in the day together. He's uh, back in our youth. So congratulations, John. Getting some to swag, um, and we'll we'll be in touch with everyone, obviously. Um, yeah, we'll get these posted after we air this this episode. So hopefully you're already listening to it, and then we'll already have it posted live on uh, that's right on Facebook. So, so the uh, next giveaway we're going to give away some coffee from Wild Wolf Coffee. Uh, Chad Schwartzenberger, he is a local Canton uh, guy. He brews his own coffee. It's uh, kind of like an independent deal that he's doing. Um, the winner of the coffee package is uh, Wiley Outdoors. Wiley Very outdoors. cool. Very cool. Derek Wiley. He, uh, he's been following us for since the beginning. Yeah. Thanks, Derek. 
He's we, always got some funny comments. He sends me videos. I think he's the first guy to send us a snort video, actually. Yeah, he was by the fire, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Something like that? Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Cool. I, All need right, to get Gray, I need to get Gray's picture posted, by the way, the one of him wearing a snort shirt, taking a snort. Yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting to post that on the page. I'm going to give him a shout-out for that. We, we've had some interesting conversations with Wiley Outdoors yeah. <laughs> through, through Facebook and stuff like that. Hey, usually it's when he's drunk. Like, that's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm usually drunk reading yeah, it. Yeah, we're, we're usually drunk, too, at the same time. So. Yeah, that's why they're so drunk interesting. Drunk conversations. They're always interesting yep. to read them the next day. Okay. So, uh, Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, these this next the Fishing Complete kit? Why don't you tell us a little bit about that, what they're doing with that? So... A little more housekeeping. We can get into that. So we talked about it in the last epi- episode, but we have partnered with the company Fishing Complete Inc. And uh, we are going to be set up in their booth at the Detroit Fishing Show at the Suburban Showplace. So um, I know a lot of people are excited about that. Uh, we're going to be there all four days. Um, not necessarily everybody. we got to figure out schedules and who can be where. I think I'll probably be there every day. But, um, yeah, so we partner with them. So we're going to be set up in their booth, which I think is booth two. 2903. I think that's what they said. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the bigger booths. Um, they're the parent company for case plastics, the wacky tool and zipper plastics. And I think a few others, but, um, yeah, so we partner with them so we can, uh, get into the fishing show and meet everybody. So, um, they gave us some kits that we're going to give away. So they have a starter kit for the old wacky tool. Um, we're giving away a couple of those. So nice. Um, I feel like it's only appropriate to, uh, to let Bob announce the winner of the first, fishing complete kit oh yeah the winner of the first fishing complete kit is my wife <laughs> yeah interesting enough hey there was no cheating there at all that is a random wheel that a, spins and uh my wife won it so she's gonna have to learn how to fish with plastics so. there you go congratulations yeah. <laughs> I, I i need somebody to teach her because i don't know shit about teaching or about fishing with plastics I'm well a, you can I'm just a, take some from her <laughs> i'm a fast-paced guy so hey you guys can read the uh Fishing for Dummies book when I'm done there with you it. Go. She did share the <laughs> shit out of our posts. So she did. She did. She so. liked and shared and commented on everything. So, so thank you for that. Um, cool. cool. So we're, we have two more uh, Fishing Complete kits to give away. Uh, Jimmy, I'll let you announce that one. All right. So for the second Fishing Complete kit, we have uh, Tracy Croneman. So All right. There we go. Tracy. Very cool. You he say he like comments on just about everything too. So he's a yeah. good guy. I've known him for a very long time. Uh, wish I talked to him more, honestly. Yeah, we we appreciate it. So New Year's resolution: talk to him more. There, there you go. There we go. It's a bold <laughs> prediction. Bold prediction. Talk <laughs> to Tracy more. Speaking of bold predictions, we have yeah. to make those for twenty twenty three one of these days. All right, and then um, the last kit. There's uh, we have three more giveaways, um, but the last fishing complete kit uh, is going to Joe Roar. Joe is an avid listener. He is always following our stuff and promoting us. So, Joe, thank you very much. We were uh, definitely happy to see your name come across there. So, probably the most entries out of anybody. Yeah, is Joe Roar. He was, he was going. So he, he was, was going to win something. He was bound to win something. He, yeah. he commented, shared. He shared all of his buddies. So, definitely. thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. And thanks as always for listening. Definitely. All right. Okay, two, more. two more. So there's uh, also we are giving away a uh, package for, for the fishing show. We're giving away two tickets. Um, these tickets can be used at either Grand Rapids show or Detroit show based on which uh, which ones you want to go to. Um, and the winner for that is Greg Yount. Greg Yount. So that's, that's <coughs> Jimmy's friend, Greg, right? There he is. He's there he going. is. Yeah, we posted a picture of the deer he shot. Oh, yeah. That's right. Cool. 
All right, and then the uh, the grand prize. Um, I'll Ryan. I'll let you announce the uh, the grand prize. The grand prize, which is to be invited onto an episode with the terrible outdoorsman, goes to. Uh, Mr. Ken Williams. All right. Ken Williams. I'm super excited for that, yeah. actually. I want to have him on anyways. So Yeah, he'll he'll be excited. And he's gonna be like, Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ken uh donated a really nice bottle of bourbon. Yep. And we're gonna drink it with him <laughs> during go. the episode. So yep. for sure. Well cool. Very cool. <laughs> Again, thank thank you everyone. <clears throat> Once Ryan's done being sick. Um <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for uh, participating, and it was uh, it was cool to do this, cool to interact with you all. So, yeah. thank you. Yeah, we'll do more down the road for sure. But obviously, Christmas time it's a good time for giving, so we wanted to give away some stuff. So, thank you for sharing the page as always. Um, um, next bit of housekeeping: um, I'm been sick as shit, so I'm going to be coughing. So, just bear with me. We need a cough button. Like I think, like Joe Rogan. Where's, that? where's the cough? Where's the cough? Where's no, the... no, not like a cough effect. Right <laughs> yeah, they have a little cough That's the Jimmy button. If you're going to um, cough, you have to cough in robot. Here, where is that? Um, <laughs> that? That's the Jimmy button. That's the there, Jimmy like. button. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah, so I'm just getting over the well, the flu ran through my house, so something fierce. Um, I don't know how I made it through the last episode uh, with, with Dan because I, I pretty much went, I died the he, next he sounded day. sounded rough. A little bit. You could tell. Dude, I was dying. Tell, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he went through an entire inhaler sitting here. So I did. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm like muting the button and I'm like hitting my inhaler so I can like make it through the episode. And it was bad. That was the worst drive home of my life. I got home, um, took like half a bottle of NyQuil, woke up next day, and I was like, yeah, my ass ain't going to work. I didn't go to work for like a week. I was down for the count. So I'm still kind of lingering chest cold. So bear with me if I'm coughing or sniffing a lot. I apologize. Um, We're just going to make fun of you about it. That's all. Until we get sick, because you know karma. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm immune to it because I've I've had this shit, so yeah, I'm good. So very cool. All right, so last little bit of uh, I guess we're kind of done with housekeeping, right? Housekeeping. No more housekeeping. Housekeeping. Oh, we need to make that. Yeah. Housekeeping. We, we need to like actually take like the Tommy Boy like clip though. Housekeeping. You want me to fluffy? You want me to pillow? <laughs> Dan, that's your your project. Get that on my sound pad here. I'll do it. <laughs> I actually have a story from the cruise about that, but okay. Oh, well, yeah. before we get into that, so um, we've asked for uh, about a month now or so. If you guys have any kind of cool stories, whether it be terrible stories or just fun successful stories, uh, send them to us. Um, we got a couple that we were gonna we're gonna finally read off. So. Um, Bob, you want to go first for me? Yeah. So uh, this first one is from, this is from Joe Rohr. Um, so this first one is from Joe Rohr. He sent this back you know, a little while ago, and we're, we're just trying to catch up here. And uh, we ask for terrible outdoorsman stories and stuff like that. And this is, I don't, I don't think this is a terrible outdoorsman story. I actually, we it's read, not, it's a good story. It is. Yeah. We read this story and we're like, wow, that's we kind of, yeah. that's kind of cool. It, it, it's, it, it's Tugged sad. Tugged on my heartstrings a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, it kind of plucks on the heartstrings <laughs> it a little bit. But uh, I'm just going to read it verbatim so that, um, so that we get the whole thing here. So this is from Joe Rohr. He said, uh, my dad had lung cancer and was in hospice. I told myself I wasn't going or I was going to stay sober through the whole ordeal and I stopped drinking. He passed away a couple of years ago, so one day my wife and I were wading up and down the Osaba River. We usually get in the water around eight and get out around twelve because the canoers on our walk back to the launch or because of the 
because uh, of the canoers on our walk back from the launch. I noticed something in the water. It was a Yeti beer koozie with a full beer in it. That And that was my dad telling me it was okay to have a beer on me. And I was wondering, uh, or and if you were wondering, it was a summer shandy. Love your podcast. Thanks, Joe. We appreciate that story. It's a good yeah. story. Line and Googles. Yeah, it, yeah. Summer Shandy. That's a that's and a good that's a good summertime that, beer. But it, cool, it's cool it's story. also also a really cool um you know story and how he relates it to his his father passing away and stuff like that. So um you know, I, I believe in signs. I don't know about y'all, yeah. but like that's if if there if if that's a sign then uh if there's signs out there, then that's definitely right? one of them. Exactly. Definitely. So I, I'm going to go ahead and send one to you there, Joe. Snore! That, All right. that needs to be a soundbite, too. No, that's I think that's got to be live in the yeah, yeah. in the flesh. It's got to be in the flesh because it's always different, right? Yeah. We always, somebody different yeah. doing it every time. Jimmy, you can take the corner. I ain't going to take no pelts off that. Yeah, we don't want to drink out of It's going to be a snortless episode for me, but I'll, here, I'll snort my water for Joe. <laughs> He's uh, he's on so many different medications. You can't be mixing all Man, that. Man, I'm stuff. pretty sure I'd just get loopy. <laughs> Burp. Yeah. I think I'll start talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, get, it'll get weird. <laughs> this is not already weird. Uh, Maybe I'll talk like this. Oh man. <laughs> uh, oh man. All right. So let's go down the other rabbit hole and go off the deep end with the terrible stories. Yeah. So I got it right here, dude. Okay. All right. So this one is from Mike Smith Elliott. Is it hyphenated, Jimmy? Yeah, sure. Mike Smith Elliott. Um, all right. So this is a, a terrible story. It's a good one. We seem to have a recurring theme with our, with our stories. We need, to, we need to do some housekeeping on that, literally. So <laughs> we need to clean, clean up, up a little bit. We need to clean up all the all the shit that's being so, spilled so out. No, so no shit. There I was after a heavy night of drinking during deer season, which is never a good idea. Legal shooting light was three minutes ago, and my stomach is ready for the DOS. I think it's day day after shits. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I sit all morning fighting the painful urge to shit my camo pants and wait patiently for literally anything brown to walk within 30 yards of my stand. It's bow season. Well, I realized I was going to lose the battle if I tried to waddle to the toilet on the other side of the property. Instead of shitting my pants like a true man and never letting this story see the light of day, I pulled all my bottom half layers down, wrapped my arms around the rifle rest on my tree stand, hung my ass over the side of my platform, and spackled everything within a five-yard <laughs> radius. I sacrificed a shirt sleeve for the cause. Shittiest part of this, unfortunately, true story is that I couldn't hunt my favorite stand for the rest of the season. Cheers, gents. Love the podcast. Why is it always it's, around poop? Why is <laughs> why is every <laughs> terrible story have to be around shit, people? <laughs> because this is a shitty podcast. <laughs> this is a shitty podcast. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh geez louise well <laughs> thanks for sending those yeah in, guys. thank you thank it's you. like four in a row now where a terrible story's been shit and yeah. it's just bad karma that one of us is gonna have that story yeah i mean i don't know if i've ever had a terrible story where i i mean i've, I, I've shit in the woods i think any hunter can probably say they've had to shit in the woods if not you're lying jimmy well, you're still new. Uh, yeah. It I, will yeah. happen. I, I hope not. I, yeah. I mean, I in my backpack, it 
Toilet paper is the number one thing that goes in. I keep wipes. I had, well. Our, our days in the UP, hunting in the UP, where you start busting brush and you're out there, you, you might be a mile or two out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. like, you, and the, there's the, no toilet. There's the no McGurgles toilet within, kick there, in. There's no toilet within 10 miles of where the hell you're at. So you're going to yeah. have to. You got to get creative with it. I've never so, had to shit out. So I carry wipes, but I carry the, bo- I think they're called boss wipes. Yeah. So, and then I, I had <laughs> to shit. Like the gritty stuff? That so, you I, I, <laughs> so I had to, oh, I had to shit. This is, I don't remember how long ago. We were in the UP, I think. And I had to get down and take a shit. And I pulled those wipes out thinking like, oh, this will be refreshing, right? Nice wet wipe. Clean up, right? <laughs> They're fucking like sandpaper. It's it was the worst thing, yeah, because they're like they're like the wipes you're cleaning grime off your your hands for. I didn't even think about it. I, I just did. bought them. Oh man, there was no motor grease on your butthole. <laughs> there was not. <laughs> there was nothing on my butthole. There wasn't. There wasn't even skin on my butthole. Jeez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God, those, the effects. The effects. We're gonna have to disable it from him, man. Oh, I um. Yeah. See, we're getting right into the shit stories. So I have at the camper. I have a portable bidet, and that is a game changer. If a portable bidet in your camper, yep. Where do I get one? Okay, it's Mr. A, Rich Guy. It's handheld. It's only like ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it's a called douche. a water. It's called a water bottle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, it's literally it's like the it's size of this. Douche. <laughs> it's like the size of those mini Gatorade bottles. Yeah, and it, you put double A batteries in there, and you fill it up with water, and then you just literally like just. <laughs> 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 and just turn it on. <laughs> it's like oh one of those God. flossing things, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just take like a hey, towel and floss. Don't knock it till you I try it. I need to man. censor this whole conversation. Don't knock it till you try it. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Anyway, housekeeping. Clean your house. Clean your shit. Clean, <laughs> clean your ass. Yeah, yeah. Get the shit out of your house. Don't use boss wipes to clean your ass. Oh, my God. It's. Uh, that's funny. All right. Well, Jesus. we have no listeners on currently, so we this can talk is that about moment. This is that moment. Right. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your right. podcast episode two hours long? Well, the effects. You know? the, the, yeah. yeah, there's 35 minutes of effects. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Ugh. So our podcast used to run long before I had this fucking thing. Yeah. Now imagine it. I know. Game yeah. over, people. Yep. All right, Bob. I want to hear. What's up? About some cruise googans. You, pro- oh, you yes. promised us cruise googans before you left, <laughs> oh. and I know you got some stories. So tell us about the cruise. Tell us about your time. Let's hear, let's hear the stories. So overall, like if I have to, if I have, if I have to just give it one shotgun blast, I'm going to say that the the cruise was awesome for for a variety of reasons. So, um, yeah, I don't know. So we we went out of Port Canaveral, Florida, and got down there. I've never been on a cruise ever in my life, so I was like, "All right, this is going to be interesting." And uh, you know, we get on the you know as you show up, it's pretty exciting. You know, you you roll into Port Canaveral, and there's all these ships just lined up in giant, giant, you know, cruise ships. And uh, so you're getting a little bit excited and stuff. And the you know my kids were getting excited, and, and so we get on the boat and we go through all the all the crap. It's like going through an airport, basically. Like you have to go through and, you know, they scan your passport and all that crap. And then you go in and you board the boat and we got in on the boat and I'm like, all right, this seems pretty cool. You know, everything's, 
you know, like there's a lot of people and everybody's like drinking already. We're on the cruise ship at like 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning or something like that. And everybody's drinking already. The boat hasn't left dock yet. And I'm like, this is going to get wild, man. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so anyway, we pull out of port and we start moving out. And uh, the first cool thing that we saw was um, that night, that night prior, um, they did a launch out of right out of Port Canaveral on the other side of like, there's like a, the, the other side of the port. There's a, uh, they did a launch and it was like a SpaceX launch, like an actual like shuttle though. And, uh, so that happened the night before we didn't get to see that. Oh. So as we're pulling out of port, there was another launch scheduled, a SpaceX launch for like, I don't know, some satellites or something they were putting into orbit. So, you know, we knew that the launch was going to happen at like four 30 or something like that. So we all got kind of, you know, we made our way to the back deck of the uh, boat and sure enough, that launch happened. You know, that was badass. That was cool to see. You got and to like, see it? Yeah, you got to, oh. you know, I, I have a video of it. It was pretty cool. And like, oh, so there's this rocket taking off, and then, um, but you don't hear anything, you know? It's just this rocket taking off, and everybody's, like, cheering, and, like, oh, everybody's got their phones out taking videos of it and stuff. And then, like, maybe a solid minute later, I mean, that's how far offshore we were at the point that it had launched. About a solid minute later, you hear that rumbling, oh, and you hear that crack and stuff of the of the rocket taking off i'm like that's crazy to think about how fast like sound travels like it was just really cool but anyway so that was like the that was the you know initial launch and then after that you know by that point i'm like three beers four beers deep you know i've been on the boat since like 11 and i have the drink package so i'm like <laughs> i'm like let's keep them coming you know and crazy uh, at first, I didn't like as far as the cruise Googans go, like I wasn't really concerned about like that, you know, like looking for Googans. But as the days progressed, I was finding Googans left and right. But either way, um, so that night, yeah, you know, like we're just kind of checking out the ship, trying to figure out like what is this thing all about? And then like the next day, the whole day was at sea and uh, we had shitty weather. It was kind of raining and kind of nasty i was still warm out like me and the wife sat in the hot tub for half the time while it was raining like, it was cool and then uh the first port was at um uh, a small a small little island owned by it's actually owned by carnival it was a carnival cruise that we did and uh it's called half moon k and it was probably the nicest beach i've ever been on in my life and we had to uh so i at, at that point like up to that point like i hadn't i, I wasn't seasick at all like Everything was fine. You know, the, the stateroom that we stayed in was awesome. Like, it was beautiful. We had a balcony right right on the outside of the ship. So we get, we had a, a balcony. We could go out and, like, see the dolphins and all kinds of crazy stuff. So that was cool. And then um, the that next morning we pulled in after that day at sea. Uh, that, that whole day we just pretty much drank. We just drank. We drank and started exploring and eating food because there's so much food on a cruise ship. It's insane. Everywhere you go. There was a like guy, what Guy Fieri or Guy Fieri, whatever his name is. Like he had a burger joint, he had a barbecue joint. There was a there, it wasn't his, but it was a there was a taco joint on there. There was the then there's the buffets, which are in everything's. That's in, what I want to hear about. Every, everything's included, so it's like you J- can. Jimmy's eat a buffet guy. Dude, Dude you, I am. Hardcore you could foodie. you could have put them out of business, man. Like <laughs> at this point, like you can eat as much as you want whenever you want. Like, and then there was, there's a pizza place that's open 24 hours on the boat. So like it's two o'clock in the morning and you're hammered drunk and you're like, you know what? 
I'm hungry. I want some eats. You just go over to the pizza place and boom, they whip you up a pizza like within four minutes. How There's was the pizza. pizza? You don't have to pay oh, for it. Oh, it's good. No, it, it's all like, you already well, paid for. Yeah, you paid for it. Okay. Oh, and, you pay for it. Don't you worry. <laughs> it, no, it, you pay for it. It honestly, like, it wasn't that expensive compared to like other vacations and things like that that I've done. But, um, so yeah, so going back to that that first port, we pulled in, and then they had uh, because it, it was so shallow in that bay, they had to have like boats come out and then like shuttle us in. There wasn't an actual pier to dock at, and then walk off on the pier. So these boats like shuttle you in and stuff like that. And we get out on the beach, and it is like the finest like white Afghanistan sand you've ever seen. Like <laughs> it's just awesome. Just this beautiful beach, blue water, and like and hot it was it was like 82 degrees or something that day and like the water's 80 degrees and like it was just awesome and i was like it's time to start drinking <laughs> and, and, and luckily we were like we were like we pulled up some chairs next to like this place that had a, it was like a cabana that these people had rented and i'm like where'd you guys get your beer at because they were bringing they had like buckets of beer like six seven beers and eight beers in a bucket and on ice and stuff like that like, where'd you get that and they're like it's they're like yeah you just you know, when these little waiters come around, you grab, you tell them you want a bucket of beer. Oh, I just, I skipped that part and I just went straight to the bar and I grab a bucket of beer and I bring it back. It was $56. Oh, Jesus. $56 for six beers. Oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, but well, at the, I mean, but at if the you time, think, you're if you bought a bucket of beers at like a concert. Yeah, well, they to be eighty five dollars. In, in their defense, they were tall boys. They were all sixteen ounces, so it was like, uh, what kind of I beer was, like, was it? Uh, I actually I got into drinking. Uh, they have like some kind of Carnival actually owns their own, has their own brewing company, and it's called uh, Thirsty Frog Car- or Thirsty Frog Caribbean Wheat, <laughs> which was kind of like a kind of like a Blue Moon. Is what it tasted like, and uh, it was it was good. I drank that. I man, I shit, I drank that the whole time. <laughs> it was really good. Well, I mean, I drank a lot of Coors Light, but Coors Light only gets you so far. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I started drinking that stuff. But it was, uh, yeah, I got a couple. I got a bucket. I bought two buckets of that shit. <laughs> you don't like there. Blue Moon? Ryan's face. I, I spent I spent over a hundred dollars <laughs> of beer or a hundred dollars of beer on the beach. But oh but it, uh, it was awesome, dude. We had a we had a blast. We hung out on the beach and swam and drank a shit ton of beer. I, I and I, I am a big fan of Blue Moon, actually. Yeah, I got. I guess I got to be in the mood for it. I mean, I can drink Blue Moon on a regular basis, but I can't drink a lot of them. It's amazing with a, gla- with, I turn, a glass. I turn. With a slice I turn real orange. dumb. Yeah, I, I turn real dumb. Done my bit, Bob. So yeah. Next day, or you know, we kind of partied throughout the night, got back on the ship, and then we took off that evening. And then, um, got uh, the next day we ported at um, the Turks and Caicos or Grand Turk. So, the Grand Turk is like the capital of Turks and Caicos, and uh, so we ported there, and that was at a pier. So, we get off on the pier, and we, you know, we head out, and we're, we're thinking the same thing that we were thinking, we were thinking at Half Moon K. Like, let's get out there and hit the beach. So we get out there and get on the beach, and it was the worst beach I've ever been on my life. I swear to God, it was like it was like it was that sand that is seashells, just mm. just crunched up seashells, like just just tearing up your feet. That's just terrible. And then like you get into the water and it's solid rock. It was like a reef rock type mm. thing, and it was kind of terrible. But the worst part of that of Turks and Caicos was. As soon as you like got out of, you leave the boat, you walk down the pier, and you get, you go through like the, you walk right through like a, uh, um, 
oh, what is it? The uh, what, what what's it called? The uh, the thing where you, uh, the uh, duty free. So you walk yeah. through like this big ass duty free shop, and after you get through that, and you get onto the beach, and there's like, I call them beach urchins. They're just these people everywhere, like locals, like the local natives that are just like, they're trying to sell you anything that they can sell you. And they're just hounding you, like coming up to you, like, like, hey, come do this excursion with us. And we're like, oh, we're good, man. And then they're like the next, like literally walk three feet, next guy. And it's just, there. there's probably 50 of them out there that are just hounding everybody. And I'm like, this is terrible. And man. the cruise liner will tell you not to go do that stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like if you want to do excursions and stuff like that on the island, you do it through the cruise line and, and not, like, some random bro on the side of the street. <laughs> yeah. Like, come into my alley, man, and we're going to do, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, like, we, Yikes. yeah. But, Yikes. So we did that. We hung out on the beach for maybe an hour. It was super hot down there, too. Like, I was, I was starting to feel like shit, and I was like, yeah, let's get out of here. So we we walked out, and we walked into um, Margaritaville. Is like Margaritaville is, like, this big-ass restaurant right there at, the, like, the, you know, it's like a touristy type thing, but they had a giant pool. This pool was huge. And I'm walking, I walk up and I want to check out the pool. And um, as I'm walking around the corner, I see my buddy, my buddy, Jason and Kelly. Jason's the guy who actually designed our logo. Oh, and uh, yeah. Nice. And so I, I run into Jason and Kelly there. I'm like, I go back and I grab my wife. I'm like, hey, Jason and Kelly are here. So we, we roll over to them. We jump in the pool and we started drinking in the pool. It was one of those pools that has like the bar stools underwater, you know, like where the bar is right on the pool. And man, we sat there and started drinking and having a good time. And like, they started dancing and doing all kinds of crazy. So that was fun. That saved the day pretty much. Got back on the boat. I think we had a day at sea after that. And then as we were making our way down to Dominican Republic. So out of this whole, like out of the whole like ordeal, like, like all these different ports that we went to Dominican Republic, by far the most beautiful place I, I think I've ever seen. I've actually heard that. It's just mountainous. Like there's like not mountains like you would see in Montana and shit like that, but like, like really giant hills. And it's, uh, it, it was just beautiful, man. And it was, that was the hottest place that we went to because it was for the South and, uh, uh, that was my daughter got sick. So like maybe like day one or, or like day two, like she started running a fever and she had the flu and she had all kinds of flu symptoms and stuff like that. So she was kind of bedridden for most of the day. I kind of coaxed her into like, Hey, we're here at the Dominican, like get out of bed. Let's go. And I, I drug her out onto the Island and it was a good thing that we did. Like we, had, we, in that one, we just really just did the shops. We, there was no beaches or anything like that. There was like a giant pool and stuff like that. But other than that, we just did the shops, came back on the boat, and then we got back on the boat early because everybody else is in port. Everybody else is hanging out and are, you know, doing excursions and shit like that. Like, we got back on the boat, and there's, like, nobody there. So we were like, let's hit that burger bar. Let's hit that, you know, let's hit this. Let's, we started drinking and got some upfront, you know, like, chairs for the pool, and it was a good time, man. Nice. So... Cruise Googans, man. So I've, I, the best part about the cruise, like, so after that, after Dominican, we had a full day at sea, steaming back to, um, uh, back to Port Canaveral, and that was the worst, uh, because we wound up hitting these rollers, like these. There was a, you know, it, all the winds in the Caribbean really come out of the east, and as we're heading northwest, we're getting like kind of slammed from the side by these rollers, and they had to been, you know, everything's kind of. It's kind of deceiving, like being 
200 feet up on a ship and looking down at the water, you can't really tell how big those waves are, but they were all of 10-foot rollers. Wow. And uh, if not if not greater. And they started hitting that ship. Like, we woke up that morning, and I was like, wow, this is really rocking the ship. And my wife got so seasick, dude. She got So you're saying I would have had a good time. Oh, my God. You would have lasted four seconds. You wouldn't have made it out of port. Oh, no way, man. But it was, yeah. That's but, why when you were like... Dude, we're gonna go on this cruise. You should come. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Yikes. no. That, that day was rough. Like I was like, I was doing everything I could to try to stay from, like if you if you stayed in the room, like you're in a, in a confined space, like all you can do is feel it. You're just feeling this rolling the whole oh time. I'm sick thinking about that right yeah, now. And and so like. I, it was early. It was like maybe eight, nine o'clock in the morning, and like my wife's starting to get sick and stuff like that, and she threw up. And then my other daughter's already sick with the flu, and then my youngest daughter was feeling sick. And I'm like, I gotta get out of here, man. I need to walk around. Like, as if you're walking around, you can kind of control your equilibrium a little bit, right? If you're standing up and you're moving around, and you're doing things like you can kind of catch yourself and stuff like that. You don't feel that roll as much. So I, I walked that whole ship front to back to try to find a spot that I thought, like, this is the least amount of effect on anybody. In the back of the ship. The bar? Well, the, <laughs> what, the, that was pretty soon. Like, yeah, yes. I started drinking early that day. <laughs> I started drinking early every day. But uh, on the uh, the back of the ship was not nearly as bad as, like, midship where we were at, <clears throat> where our staterooms at. So I went up and got the wife and kids, and we went and sat in the back of the ship and it was a it was a miserable day for them. I had a great time, <laughs> but all right. So going going back to like cruise googing. So the best part about the cruise, though the the best part about it was the people watching, because like these people just like fucking cut loose, man. Like they just go crazy. Like they're I don't know. It's like they're like first time ever away from home or something. That's what it all looked like. Like it was just people just getting crazy. And you could just sit on, like, there's so the, the Lido deck, which is, like, the main deck. And it's where the main pool's at in the center of the ship. It's on it's deck 10 of the ship, uh, of this particular ship. We were on the Carnival Magic, but it was deck 10, and then you have 11, 12, which are additional decks. So, like, pretty much in the Lido area, like, deck 11 was, like, the smoking area. Deck 12 was just, like, an upper area if you wanted to go hang out in the sun type thing. And so, like... Me and my buddy Jason would just like hang out on like deck ten or deck deck eleven or twelve, and just like watch people and like just look at this just these old people out there dancing. <laughs> these people are like with some of the bathing suits and shit they wore. Like it's just good people watching, man. You're like, oh my god, man. But for the most part, though, like the worst part about the whole cruise were like just like snot nosed kids, man. Mm. Like. And, and parents not watching them. And because, like, the parents just kind of cut the loose the kids loose and be like, hey, like, run the ship and do whatever the hell you want. Like, I'm going to the bar. And that's pretty much it. And these kids are just running rampant. Dude, Yikes. Everywhere. <clears throat> and that's kind of a nightmare. So, yeah. Well, either way, like, it was a good time, man. I, I, I had a great time. Like, so that's just, like, talking about the ports, talking about, like, the, you know, like people watching and the food and stuff like that. It's all just like, that's a very small part of it. Other than that, like there's a comedy club on the boat. We hit that comedy club oh, shit, at least four nights out of the six. Like we were going to different comedy shows and like those were, they were awesome. And then like there's two casinos on the boat. So like you could go hit the casinos if you want. We went to a piano bar one night and this dude was like a singing 
uh, like a singing comedian type thing on the piano. That was awesome. Like, so there's, it's just a lot of fun. Like everywhere, if you go out and you look for fun, there's always something happening. We have, you know, you download it like an app or something for your phone and it tells you everything that's happening on the ship. And so like every half hour you can, there's something happening. There's something going on, some kind of event, some kind of a concert, kind of some kind of whatever. So it was really cool. We had a good time. I, I don't really have anything like any crazy, like terrible stories to report because it was, it all went really well. And I've heard a lot of horror stories about like cruises, cruises and stuff like that. But like mine was uh, not a horror story at all. It was good. Nice. All right, what kind of foods did you have? It's like, all he's like sitting there chomping at the bit. Like I, I know. So I just want to talk about the food, man. So, so like they they give me the food. So they. He couldn't wait to hit that button. He had that thing queued up quicker than you ever. Know. I want the fucking food. <laughs> So they have like they have the buffets, right? Yeah, what's in there? Walk, walk me through the, bu- it. the buffets. Anything you want to eat, like pretty much anything, and like they have like if it's like something like dessert stuff. If you want dessert stuff, like get, like there's a whole dessert bar, and then there's a whole like you want a sandwich, whatever kind of sandwich you want. They have that. I never ate in that thing the whole time. All six days, I never ate there because I ate I ate at Guy Fieri's Guy Fieri's. Uh, a burger bar like every day or like the taco, the taco place. Because in the morning they serve breakfast burritos and then in the afternoon they serve burritos or they serve street tacos. And I was eating that or like some days I didn't eat lunch and that kind of shit. But every day we we would eat dinner in the main dining area, the main dining hall or I don't know, I don't know dining room type thing. And it was like some days were formal days where you had to wear like shirt and tie and stuff like that. But for the most part, it was kind of casual but they would serve you you'd have you could get like um you could get an appetizer you can get two entrees up to two entrees and then a dessert and that's like a shit ton of food man and like it, it, i had lobster one day i had steak i didn't like this i the steak wasn't cooked very well so i i passed on the steak after that there was like all kinds of pastas and like you you name it dude like whatever kind of food you wanted to eat they had it Anything, We're going to talk about steak, by the way. Anything from oh. <laughs> anything from Mexican to Italian to like it was they had everything on that boat. It was insane. So for the amount that we paid for the cruise, it's probably you, worth it. I can't believe you paid all that money and just basically went to TGI Fridays four <laughs> days of the cruise, man. Hell yeah, I did. There was like a Caribbean buffet, and you're like, ooh, ooh, Red Robin. Mm. <laughs> I have not. Oh yeah, yeah, like, but well, like, well, if the, you got an opportunity, like a good ass burger, like every day, dude, those burgers were so good. Man. How do you like? Were they? They were so good that they were like <clears throat> they weren't like like some like Burger King shit or like Wendy shit. It was like a real burger, and you can have as many as you want. Though. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can just keep going. I'm going to a cruise, man. Dude, so are we, are we talking burgers? So I, I sat there one day. <laughs> I, I, I need some fucking burgers. <laughs> I sat. I sat there one day. Like, so it was that day that we got back early on the, from the Dominican. We got back early <laughs> on the boat, and me and the wife and kids are all lit, like kind of just hanging out on beach chairs, kind of just sunning. Right, and it's right in front of the pool on the Lido deck. And I'm sitting there watching. I had my earbuds in, so I'm listening to music and shit. And these kids go up into the the Guy Fieri like burger line. They just get French fries, and they come back, and they right in front of me, like maybe ten feet in front of me, they sit down. They're eating their French fries, and then the next thing you know, like there's ketchup and stuff. Like they got a shit ton of ketchup, and they start 
throwing this shit at each other. Oh boy, they're chucking fries at each other, and oh, um, and then and then they run off. Good. And parenting. so some random, you know, deck worker comes out there and cleans all that shit up. And then they come back with another plate of fries. And they did the same shit four times. Hmm. Four times I watched them. And this same dude with a smile on his face came back there and cleaned up their shit every time. And I was getting pissed, man. I'm about to go smack these Oh, kids. I would have said something. I was like, dude, where the hell are these kids' parents, man? Because they're just chucking fries and shit. At one point, they tried to get in the pool with their plate of fries. And at that point, the lifeguard stopped it. I was like, get the hell out of the pool. But like, <laughs> oh my God. So that's the one thing I will say about like this kids. carnival cruise I was on. Every one of those staff members were the nicest, nicest damn people I've ever met in my life. They were all super polite, super cordial, would help you with anything and get you anything that you wanted. And they did it all with a smile on their face. I never saw one asshole on that boat. I did watch like a 15-year-old kid punch another 15-year-old kid one night. Like during nice. like, They had like a big-ass party, deck party, and, uh, and two. Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, two, two little. Fight. Two little kids need a Bruce, they wanted to duke it out. I need but. to find out if there's a Bruce Buffer sound effect here. Mm, maybe. We can probably download one. Right? That's what I'm saying. If I could sound like Bruce Buffer the whole time. You know, I, I just leave that on the whole time. I'm a I'm a pretty big skeptic when it comes to cruises. And I have no patience for stupidity either. So I don't think I would enjoy it too much. I, I'm more of like an all-inclusive guy. Just go down to Florida. Go, you know, go to Jamaica somewhere with like an all-inclusive. And I don't know if I could be confined to a boat. Yeah, I couldn't. You know, I have there's two things. Like here. one, the seasickness. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. I just I would be miserable. Um, I was skeptical too. But yeah. the other piece is like you said, I wouldn't want to be stuck on a boat. No, I'm just not that type of guy. Like hell, we even when we go on like our summer camping trip up north, like we always have to go do something. I can't just sit in one spot. I can't just relax. Like there's so much to do on the boat though. But you're just on a boat, and I'm like, it's there's ugh. a ridiculous amount of stuff to do. So going, but I'm back, like, a, I'm like a sightseer though. I don't want to see the boat. I want to go like, I don't know, like. Well, we stopped in three different countries. Yeah, but you got like, you got like <laughs> eight hours. Like, hey, you got eight hours. Go see what you want. Get back on yeah, the boat, or we're so, leaving your ass. Yeah, like, so I, I, I'm I, good. <laughs> I, I agree with that. Like, I didn't. And, I'm and good, I, you son of a. <laughs> and I, I I talked to the wife about that. Like, it would be cool, like, for the Dominican, because I, I really enjoy I really liked it. Like, to go to the Dominican just with an all-inclusive, just to, like, a, yeah. and actually explore more. Like, spend a, few, spend a week there. It'd I've be looked, awesome. I've looked into that from our friends in Canada a few times, because they find, they get some packages that are super cheap to go down yeah. there for, like, they go down for like two weeks though, which I would do. Well, you can do like some different, like some sandals stuff and whatever. And sandals, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jamaica. I have a buddy that goes to Jamaica, or he goes to Jamaica or Dominican Republic every year and like loves it. But so going back to Googans, right? <coughs> so the, kind of like the, the definition of a Googan is like somebody who has no regard for anybody else in in what they're doing. Uh, Did we actually define Guggen specifically on the water? That's kind of like we just started calling people Guggens, but that's kind of what what for good reason a Guggen is. The cruise ship is full of them, man. It's Hmm. full of people that don't give a shit about anybody else. So that's the one part that sucked is that you've got like four thousand people on a boat that's a thousand feet long. And probably I don't know a few hundred feet wide. Yeah, and you're stuck with all those Guggens. Yeah, yeah. You can't get away from those Guggens. 
Yeah, I just people can't. cutting I can't. in people cutting oh, in line man. and like this, so that kind of shit is frustrating for yeah. sure. And there was okay. a ton of that shit. Good. Yeah, I would have yeah. no patience for that. Yeah, there, no, I'm glad you have fun. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and you're I'm never you you're too. never completely safe from the kraken either. So that's that's well. well and there was always that. there was always that like the you know the. The fact that you're like a few hundred miles out on the Atlantic Ocean and you could be swallowed up by a giant sea squid was always in the back of my mind. Well, yeah, obviously. Yes, yeah, so I had to. <laughs> I was always on guard. Duh. <laughs> on guard. I was on guard. So I, I was always there. on crack like, and watch. I was on crack and watch most of the time. Yeah. They're but down. I, mean, I think it's like the day they're leaving. I'm sitting at home and watching the news and it comes on the TV in Florida, some woman falls off of a off of a cruise ship, <laughs> and I'm like, so I text him, and I'm like, "You seen your wife lately?" <laughs> yeah. So, so that was a topic amongst all. Like, I went on this cruise with probably 15 people, and like we talked about that at some point. Like, how, how I don't know how you do it. Honestly, I don't know how you fall off those boats. Like in the back, I could see it because there's literally like a four foot rail that's kind of that's the They're only. Probably thing. trying to do some stupid like titanic shit i don't hang it off the, the edge and then they slip and the, you, you can't even get to the to the bow of it you can't get to the very front part of the probably boat. because people are stupid that's all they want to do on the sides like if you were to try to like climb off the sides you'd fall onto another deck it's kind of in a pyramid shape off the hmm. sides of it so in the back is the only place i could imagine you doing it and if you did it like you'd have to try to do it like it was, right. I could, I, 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 I had an in-depth discussion with Jason. I think we were sitting around getting drunk one day and we're like, how could we jump off this boat? <laughs> we couldn't figure it out. Like, if you oh, had to get off there, this maybe. boat, how'd you, how would you get off? Like, even if you tried to jump like 20 feet off the side, you'd slam into another deck. Like, what they, it's just, it's the way it is. What do they do if you, like, if somebody does fall, do they just keep going? Yep. And we're like, you know what, we're going to call, call You call, so they, they briefed us. In this, I think in uh, like you do your muster station at the beginning, and that's like where you like get your like little safety briefing and how to put on a life preserver and all that shit. And I think they briefed like you call man overboard and you throw the nearest life thing off the boat towards them, and that's and it, it. Sets an alarm or something when they when no, they, they just keep it. going. The Coast Guard might get you. No, yeah, they, yeah, they're not they're not <laughs> stopping. There's no they're not launching lifeboats or nothing like that. No, like they're th- that boat is not going to stop for anything so they're going to call the coast guard and mark your position and hopefully they can find you yeah you imagine the bill that that has to be i could imagine but the whole thing just sounds like so much fun Mm -hmm. don't knock it till you try it go on one cruise in your lifetime and if you hate it you hate it if you like it you like it Uh, my my wife's grandmother and grandfather that's who we went on this cruise with they uh they've probably got 50 plus cruises under their belt and like they go every year multiple times a year and they love them and they, they talked us into it and we went on it and i'm i'm a believer now i i've had a blast dude it was fun did it you win fun. anything at the <coughs> casino i didn't actually i didn't even gamble i didn't gamble I'm not a I'm not a gambler though. I'm not. You didn't I'm have any money guess. left because it was the cost of the cruise and the drink package. <laughs> get out of yeah, get out of your own house. That drink package. Not gambling. Hey, but I did the math because they give you kind of the like you get like the bill at the end of the at you know like how many beers you drank and how many mixed drinks you drank and the cost of all of that and how much you paid and <coughs> it the drink package for me and my wife were was definitely worth it. Nice. Oh, yeah. We yeah, see so you saved money. I saved money. I saved a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, nice. It was I'm glad you had fun, man. It sounds it sounds like a pretty cool experience. I, from the pictures I saw and everything, I feel like uh, your whole family enjoyed it. So it was pretty cool to kind of follow and watch. So very cool. Yeah, we had a good time. Good. It it was awesome to unplug as well because you have I mean you have no, you can purchase internet at like ten dollars a day, to like yeah. be connected to social media and it's really social media only. You know, so I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm not doing that at all. So I didn't. I shut my phone off when I got on the boat and or once we left port and didn't touch it again for six days. And I was like, it was amazing. Sometimes that's the best like thing to do is just unplug. Oh, dude, it was awesome, man. I, I did loved it. it. What, a couple of years ago, we went up to Winya and I was like, you know, I'm not getting on my phone for anything. And I didn't the whole weekend. You find yourself like trying to come up with like weird shit to do, like fun stuff to do. Yeah, like, like it was just, it became hey, such a habit for me to like reach for cards. my phone. Yeah, and I'm like, I'd reach my phone. I'm like, nope, I don't, I don't need it. And it's like, it's so ingrained for me to like constantly be looking at my phone. I'm like, yeah, it was eye opening when I did that. Yeah. But cool. It was, it was awesome. Noise. That's nice. That's nice. Very nice. Nice. Very nice. Very nice, Gypsy. How much? So stupid. Oh my God. Such an idiot. You gave me this toy. (laughs) Don't fuck with me. Uh, Oh my God. So, um,. Let's get into let's get into Christmas a little bit. How how was you guys Christmas? I don't think we even talked about that. I my, I'll start. Mine fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> there's that. Um, I my whole family was sick. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't like go to work for like five days, and we stayed at home, and just so we didn't get anybody else sick. But my son was sick. Then my wife was sick. Then I was sick. So we decided we're not going anywhere. We're going to stay at home. So the silver lining in it was I didn't have to go anywhere. Normally, we got to lug the kids around house to house. But um, not that I don't want to see family. But it was nice to just I didn't get out of my pajamas. Um, but, yeah, so I didn't do anything. But played, played a lot of video games. I didn't really play a ton. Lately, I've, now that I'm feeling better, um, the first couple of days that I was sick, I was trying to, like, I was playing a little bit. I was trying to like finish call new the new Call of Duty game, mm-hmm. and like my head hurt, and I just felt like such shit. It was hard to like watch the TV with like yeah. fast moving stuff, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't do this right now. I just I, I just generally just want to die right now. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, I guess the last couple of days when I was feeling a little bit better, I played a little bit, but I get I, get, I still I get bored of that. Yeah. So easy, but Jimmy, uh, how was your Christmas? I saw um, you were with your family. Yeah, we uh, it was it was okay. Um, we went to my grandmother's and then my dad's and then my mom's. We had prime rib at my mom's, which was really good. Oh man! But it was, mm. See, that's a, my uh, wife's mom and her side. When we go, they always make a prime rib Christmas. I've been How doing do you it for like that, thirty by the years. Way? Do you like that? They know to rib? give me the ends. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They know to give me the ends. So you won't eat that medium rare either. Hell no! Oh my, oh, my god. god, no! Oh, you're so weird. Oh, no, no oh. pink in that either. Oh, you're so weird, dude. But anyway, so like, I'm really sad that I missed that. So my mother-in-law is actually making a prime rib for us on Sunday just because we couldn't make it. Can I come? Can I come? Because <laughs> I'm going to eat the shit out of it. Can I come, please? But anyways, go He's ahead. He's going to microwave it. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, obviously. I mean, that's pretty much it. The kids, you know, they got a bunch of stuff. Uh, I got a bunch of new, new Did you stuff. get anything good for Christmas? 
I got a bunch of a uh, lot of Black Rifle Coffee Company I got a gear. Ton of, ton, of, ton of their swag, so I'm really, I'm really, really excited about that. Uh, but yeah, um, that's about it for me, Dan. Um, Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> was that making noise? It Bob's, was, yeah, but Bob's back. I don't remember what button you are. It's not even. I didn't um, for Christmas for me, um, it was cool. We had uh, spent some time with the family, just kind of hung out. Uh, played some games, then uh, had my wife's family over for uh, Christmas Day. Or, yeah, it was Christmas Eve a little bit, and then we went to my mom's Christmas Eve, and then my dad's on Christmas Day. So it was kind of a busy week weekend, but uh, it was cool. I've had the whole week off work, and it's been uh, it's been nice. It's been just really relaxing, and so yeah, that's about it. Nothing Before too crazy. Back to the grind. Yep, back to the grind. Yeah. Supply chain crisis is still waiting for me. Yeah, you get anything good? Besides, yeah. a, besides a roadcaster, <laughs> yeah, I mean, got the new podcaster is pretty cool. I, uh, my wife actually bought me a uh, uh, a flag, like a big flagpole, like a permanent flagpole, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's sweet. I've kind of wanted one of those for a while now. So does it have she, the lights on top? It does. Well, it doesn't have. It's got an attachment. She bought an attachment well, yeah, for yeah. it. So, but uh, but yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped up about yeah. that. She got me, uh, she got me a Michigan flag and a. Uh, United States it's a, flag. It's a so, flag type of just, year for you, man. Yep, that's for sure. So no, it was cool. So um, good deal. Yeah, got uh, you know got the new podcast stuff, and then um, got a guitar. So it was pretty cool. So nice, got a sick nice. sick deal a on the guitar. guitar. Sick deal on the guitar. So it was pretty cool. Really uh, really excited about that. But yeah, man, ate good. Um, oh, one of the cool things I got a uh, got a sushi making kit. That's been that's Dude, been, that looked so good. It was. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's so loud. It is loud. It is loud. Um, I'm so sorry. But yeah, <laughs> well, to make that quieter, <laughs> just turn the volume down. On I it, just turn it off. You just saw me do that. Turn down the volume. But no, it was cool. Anyway, Bob. Um. Yeah. Bob so, was on a boat. Oh, I, <laughs> I was on a boat. No. Well, we got off. We got off. Like I think it was Christmas Eve. I think we got off the boat Christmas Eve and then went back to. Uh, her grandparents' house, uh, they live in the villages, which is central Florida. So we traveled from uh, Port Canaveral back to central Florida and then kind of just hung out for Christmas Eve. I think we did dinner or something like that, played games, played cards and stuff like that. And um, and then woke up Christmas Day and did uh, open up gifts. Like we brought all you know our gifts and stuff that, like that that we had for the kids and for grandma and grandpa and that kind of thing and just opened up gifts on there. But it was it was weird because we and we all kind of said it after we left. I think we left the day after Christmas, and on the ride back, we were like, "It's just not Christmas. It's just not Christmas in Florida." You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it was it was hard to do to not be here in Michigan around family and things like that, it's or around around stuff. like our normal issue, like yeah. or, you know, or um, around our normal like day to day thing or our normal. Christmas type thing. Well, you couldn't so, have gone at a better time. Well, it was like so the cold. coldest, most ridiculous weather we possibly could have had the entire time that you were on a boat. It was, it was so that it was like the day, I think the day we got off the boat, it was, uh, or the day after, I mean, it might've been Christmas Eve when that, that cold front hit like the whole United States oh, and yeah. it was 20 degrees down in Florida. Oh, wow. Like, they were covering like in the villages. It's, it's mainly like a retirement community. And uh, 
beautiful, beautiful place though. But either way, they they cover like all their plants. Yeah, they had bed sheets laying over all their plants because it would the frost to kill it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> it was weird for me to see like you're driving through their neighborhoods and stuff like that, and there's just bed sheets all over <laughs> every tree you see. <laughs> you're like, what the hell? Jeez. But yeah, so it was it was weird being away from Michigan. It's the first time I've been away from Michigan since you know probably I don't know oh quite a while or been away from home at least. Yeah, you know on Christmas Day, so I didn't like it. The wife didn't like it. The kids didn't like it. We liked being with family or with the you know sure. our the grandparents that we haven't seen in a long time and stuff like that. That was cool. But for the most part, we were like, yeah, next time we do a cruise or next time we do a Christmas right after vacation, Christmas. After I would like to do after because it'd yeah. be like, all right, Christmas, that's all done, cool. Now let's go have a vacation. That would be fun. But yeah. like, it's always like we've a weird about feeling after Christmas because you get into like these dog days of cold and fuck. It's like it'd be great to do it like January second. Like you know what I'm saying? Like just leave when when you're supposed to go back to work. Like I'm gonna go on a boat for ten days. Exactly. Yeah. It was nice to have a white Christmas though. Last year we didn't have that. It was brutal. That weather was nuts. I'm. I mean, I'm glad I felt like shit. I didn't have to go anywhere because that wind. Oh, I was watching out the the window and I'm like, I don't want to be out there. Dude, all that driving was miserable. Was, like I said, yeah. I had to go to Dearborn Heights, Plymouth, all that. Yeah. It was, it was nice. But other than that, all I, I watch a lot of football over Christmas and or Christmas Day and stuff like that. And then we left the day after that morning after Christmas. So you know, got a got a few things, you know, small stuff, that kind of stuff. Like it was fun, a good time. Football, go blue, go blue. Yeah, I got a, I got a new hunting jacket. Nice. I should have brought that to show you. That it was a Jam Daddy hunting jacket, the Mac Daddy. Yeah, it was actually. I think I think my wife bought me the wrong one, but it ended up being like the nicer one that I wanted. So, yeah, it's a badass sh- jacket. What's a Jam Daddy? I don't. It's a it's a slick word we use. Get with it, Jimmy. It's a Cabela's um, jacket, but it's like they have different series like there's one that's like 100 bucks and one that's like 200 bucks well she got me like the 200 dollar one yeah he got the i have the 100 dollar one oh, it's like the winter coat it's like a heavy duty i think uh, i have that that's a great yeah. coat it's yeah, like a 3 in 1 jacket system it's in a strata like, pattern right? yeah i think yeah, i have yeah. that yeah so i got that and then i got a shit ton of cabela's gift cards so nice nice i think this weekend i'm going to go buy me a new ice shanty i'm getting uh really i don't know what else to buy I an ice shanty though. You hate ice fishing. I might not if he I have ice drinking. <laughs> yeah, I you like drinking, drinking on the ice. You like ice drinking, not ice I need fishing. something to do for like the three months that I can't use my boat. Buy a snowboard. I need something to do. I'm not <laughs> a snowboarder. <laughs> do I look like a snowboarder? Nice skis. You going skiing? Do I look like a skier? <laughs> no. We should all go on so, a terrible outdoorsman like shopping trip. I'm in. We I got have, some. We I, all have gift well, cards. I've got gift cards. Let's well, go. I'm probably going to stop by the, on my way up to my cottage. Oh, that's right. So. You're going up there. Yeah. So Bob and I, I don't know what to buy. Like, I, I've got everything. I just bought a new musky setup last year. I could buy a musky rod, I guess. I guess. There you go. Absolutely. That's perfect. But I've, I've, that's a perfect thing to buy. I've, I've already got like everything I need for musky fishing. I you think. need I more feel. musky rods. Need more musky rods. But like, I could either buy like a new ice fishing chain or I could buy like four musky lures. Like, <laughs> and I've already got a ridiculous amount of musky lures. 
that I don't catch musky with. Whatever so, you're into. I like it when you buy new lures, though. Because yeah, because then make, you get all my other shit because yeah, I can't fit anything else in my box. I love that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm going to – see, the other thing is, like, I'm going to buy the lures anyways. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to buy them. You're going to spend that money. So I can justify buying a bigger purchase when I have, like, the gift card, right? So Does Dundee or the other one have a better selection of musky shit, though? Dundee, 100%. Do they? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, dude, I, that I other do. one, that other one that is so close to St. Clair, I don't I don't know why they don't oh, have better musky selection. The, the, buyers, the buyers are idiots. I dealt with them when I opened the, Well, Bass Pro. Uh, dude, their selection on musky stuff, they stuff no, their No, not, they, not Bass Pro. We're talking about the... Um, Cabela's. Cabela's. Uh, the the, the Bass... Well, no, the, we're talking the new Cabela's in Chesterfield. Oh, there's a new one? Chesterfield Tasha. It's, well, it's, one, it's the one that I opened. That's the one he opened up, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's right off of 94. It's small. Like it's like a fraction of the size of the one in Dundee. I haven't been there. It doesn't have... You'd think it'd have a monster musky selection being a mile it's from like St. Clair. It's like an outpost or something. That's it doesn't, wild. It doesn't have crap for musky lures. It's not so. wise. So you didn't but the Bass, the Bass Pro has a pretty good selection. I still think Cabela's has a better musky selection, though. The one down in Dundee. So what you're I mean, saying... they've got massive... So what you're saying is you didn't set it up correctly. I tried. I actually, I had a pretty good selection when I opened that store. I know you turned. I was, you turned the musky section around at Dundee when you were at I Dundee. Did. Like yeah. Dundee didn't have shit, and then he brought Bondi baits in there, and he brought all kinds of like yeah. good shit in there. And I was like, oh, this is actually like a place that I wouldn't mind shopping at. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. There now, goes that. There's that. And there goes that. Now it's trash, and I'm not going. So yeah, I don't. I think um, he's out. What Dan? He's a piece no, 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 no. I no. said he's out. Yeah. I'm not so yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about it. Like I don't need anything for hunting because I either I bought it or my wife just bought it for me. And so I'm thinking like if I bought a decent ice shanty, I, I so I want to I want to set up the stabbing cabin, the pike spearing shack, and I can't really do it with the shanty I have now. I can like with with the one that Dad and I have the flip over one like. But it's, it's, you, it'd be too need, small. Yeah, you need something. You need I like get something a, like the size of the one Brian has. Yeah, I want to get a, a hub one. Yeah. So can you not use like a hunting pop up blind? Not really, because when you're spearing, you need it to be completely dark. That's why they call it like dark shack. So you need like something that's insulated because it blocks out all that way. The you light. Can see the fish. Yeah, because you can see down into the hole. Mm-hmm. Where if you use like a hunting blind, that like there's. There's a lot, tons of lights going to get in around the windows. Ice gotcha. shanties, the windows are pretty much completely covered. I gotcha. So, um, but yeah, you can see right down in the water. And that's, especially if you're fishing a lake that's not super clear, like you need it pitch dark. So like the first year we went up to the sturgeon spearing thing that we did our own thing, we had a, just a cheaper shanty that wasn't insulated and like so much light got in, like we couldn't even see down in the water. It was a big and go ahead so. and spend all your gift cards on a stabbing cabin. You're never, I don't know. I'm going to think about you're, it, but that's what I'm going to look it. at. You're never going to use it. I'll still spend. But again, I'm going to buy. <laughs> if I go down there and I see some badass musculars, I'm just going to buy him anyways. I'm going to buy the fishing line I need for the year. I'm going to buy all the other shit I need anyways. So like, and I'll get yeah. gift cards for my birthday. So I'm like, you know what? Um, I'm skipping winter. I don't want to skip winter though. I'm I don't want to sit around in my fucking house for three months. That's what I'm gonna do. So if I can get on the hard water, and maybe catch a fish or two, yeah. yeah. So this is the thing. So the other thing uh, mm-hmm. that we were talking about, Jimmy, Bobby, and I were talking about this is New Year's resolutions. 
Kind of like I guess it'd kind of be like a bold prediction, right? In a way. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So what's a New Year's resolution for you for this year? I'm not going to eat that fucking hot chip. How about that? <laughs> How about that? You kind of have to. You, or are you going to do the polar plunge? I, I got to do it. I got to do it all. I didn't oh, do it. Or he's got to donate. I didn't even get close to either one I of I don't want to say don't donate because that's kind of a bad thing to say. But, like, you got to do at least one of the challenges. I'll, I'll do both. I'll do them both. I don't care. <coughs> All right. If I die, I die. I don't care. If he dies, he dies. Whatever. We got to figure time. out. We're getting to the end of the year. Little, little baby Jesus says so, the wrong accent. In yeah. an upcoming episode, we're going to have to talk bold predictions yep. and recapping last year's bold predictions and setting up new bold predictions. And then we got to figure out when we're doing this polar plunge chip challenge fiasco. So we'll get there. That's on a future episode. After, because we still got a couple days. You could go shoot a deer. I'm not. You could. <laughs> not. But you could. Does hitting one with your uh, truck like, count? No. I don't, I don't okay. think he can hit a, a one fifty incher though. He could. Isn't it doe season though? With a gun, you can still bow hunt. I can bow hunt. You can bow hunt till January January first is the last. I day. can still catch a fifty inch muskie. Why did I not know that? Maybe there's still, there's up, still open water out there. It's fifty degrees yeah. right now. Maybe we so should call go. up Amber Brown. Let's go. See if she can throw you in one of her uh, one of her blinds. There you go. She's got a 400 inch out there for you. I ain't got that kind of money. And technically, you could go down south, right? Their seasons are probably a little bit later. Technically, I could you do could none go. of it because my whole like deer season got shot to shit. My whole fishing season got yep. shot to shit. Like it's, it's been uh, a pretty much a shit show. I'm, I'm not blaming. I'm, I don't want to blame it on it, uh, my circumstances, but I kind of do. <laughs> so you know, whatever. I don't. So care. what's your New Year's resolution then? Like a terrible outdoorsman resolution? Yeah. yeah. Like I, I got my own personal. Yeah, ones. not your own personal. We talked yeah, about earlier. Yeah, yeah, like terrible outdoorsman. I'm gonna be a better person. No, I can't. <laughs> gonna be all that I can be. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as like a terrible outdoorsman resolution. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of cliche to say, I'm going to fish more, I'm going to hunt more. But I, I want to narrow that down a little bit. And I think that my resolution is going to be that, you know, I've been a, a avid musky fisherman for a long time. And I really want to dive deep into that. Like, you know, like, uh, like just ran, rather than go out and just like chuck musky lures around on a musky lake and hope, hopefully I'll snag into something. Like, I really want to dive into it and really hone my skills as far as becoming a better musky fisherman, I want to become a good musky fisherman. Whereas instead you, of like just just going out there and like you know like Hansel and Gretel across the what's lake, what's the number one way of doing that? Is it, one getting on the water, <laughs> and 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 you got to learn some lessons, but and yep. and you know you got to do some research and you got to figure out how these how these fish work because they are they are super. Twenty twenty two was so. the year of not talking shit. It was the year of not talking shit. We still kind of talk we, some shit. We, well, we talk shit, but at the same time, we did a lot. It was just, yeah. you know, like life, life got in the way of a lot of shit. Yep. You know, if I could, if I could not, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want again. I don't want to make excuses for uh, some of my failures. Yeah. I had some successes over the over the course of the year, but. Uh, I don't want to make excuses for my failures for, you know, I don't want to blame the army for sending me to a school for a fucking month and a half down during the rut. You for, can blame for the them. For the reason I didn't kill my You can blame butt. them all you want. 
<laughs> I right. Think, I think that's a fairly decent excuse. Like, as far but, as excuses, but either way, no. at the end of the day, it's still an excuse. So I don't, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to chalk it up to lessons learned and how I, I, that means next year, if I have a window that's earlier, I need to get on it. I need to be on it from day one because if some random bullshit comes up like it did this year, I'm, I'm already ahead of the game. So like, it's stuff like that. So my resolution is to get ahead of it, is to get ahead of the the fishing season, get ahead of the deer season, and be and to make the most of the time that I do have because I do have a pretty demanding job that demands a shit ton of my time. So I, it, that's I guess that's my resolution more than anything is like if I have the time, do it. I get out there and and try to get it done and get outdoors and don't be terrible. But again, it's uh, a. <laughs> As far as like the fishing is concerned, it's more like I want to really hone my skills as a musky fisherman. Like I don't, you know, walleye fishing and bass fishing and stuff like that. I think last year I kind of made the resolution, not resolution, but I, I was kind of like saying to Ryan at some point, like I just want to be a better overall fisherman. I want to fish for all species. Like oh, you know what, it, none of the other species really excite me as much as musky does. So I want to really hone my musky skills. As it, when it comes to hunting. I need to just realize that like life is going to happen during the hunting season too. And I need to take advantage of what time I have when I have it. And I didn't hunt for a lot of the beginning of the hunting season. I wish I did. And now, now looking back at it, I wish I did because that was the only time I had was like the first of October through on, I left on the, I left on the 15th. And so I had two weeks to try to make something out of a hunting season. So like I, that's that's my goal next year is to like capitalize on the time I do have, and as far as fishing is concerned, to like really hone musky fishing. When we yep. go to Winya, I ain't fishing for pike. Fuck pike. <laughs> I'm going for muskies, dude. <laughs> so right. that that's so that's, 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 that's your that's resolution. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys have one queued up or? Okay, Jamie, what's your New Year's resolution? So it's not a bold prediction. No, nope, no, nope, it's nope. just what's your resolution? Terrible Something you're gonna do. Room. Better than you maybe did this year, currently doing. I'm going to go musky fishing more than three times next year. But you're kind of going bull prediction, nope, though. Nope, nope, I am going to do more musky fishing next year. How are you going to do more musky fishing, though? I am, I've got a plan. Okay. So we... Beg us more. <laughs> I, I'm, I mean, I'm going to hit you guys up. I'm going to hit Jason up. Me and Greg are setting something up. Uh, not not a charter. It's not, you see, it's not cheating. But it is. You see, guys. God damn, it's cough. So you see, guys catch musky all the time off the shore, right there um, on Lake Sinclair. I'm just saying, like, you guys can easily just walk on shore and catch your musky lures right there in the the some of the channels. So do you have a kayak? You don't need us. Yeah, you, you, you do have a kayak. kayak. Yeah, you got a boat. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I I watch. I follow this chick on YouTube that. Catches yeah. some monsters. I've never, dude. so I've never. I think she's catching them on the Canadian side of St. Clair, yeah. but she's in a kayak and she is boating some like mammoth musky. So, one, I'm not good enough with a kayak to be on waters like that. Um, I mean, yeah, but you could be in the canals. We told the story, she's, of not, you could, she's not that far. Yeah, um, you could, you could be right there in uh, two, uh, the Clinton River. Two, I've never hooked into a big fish like that before. I mean, not that all muskies are big. But there are really big muskies. What's the worst going to happen? You're going to get flipped over and pulled in the water? Yeah. I mean, maybe. And they eat you? That'd well, be a good, no, be well, a good story for well, an episode. I, would, I mean, if I hook one, one, I don't I don't know that I have the strength to lift it out of the boat one-handed and also keep my core engaged where I don't flip. 
Go so, to the gym, man. You know, okay. that's, that's, so your New Year's resolution is to work out more. Okay. No, so go go muskie fishing water. I, I just think musky fishing from a kayak is like going from like zero to a hundred, you yeah. know. I, I'm just saying, like if you you if you say you want to go musky fishing, there's lots of places you can fish from shore. Oh, I'm doing just, it. Hit, I'm, you can go to the Detroit River. It's a it's it's right it's, downtown. With all the Googans. This is something that hey. I'm actually really serious about. Yeah. Like, this is going to happen. So yeah. I will be fishing nice. more than three times next year for muskie. More power to you. <clears throat> Do it up. Danielle's on. Um, I think a, I think it's more so a goal. I think my. Nope. It's not, we're not talking goals or predictions. We're talking New Year's a resolution. resolution be something that you're cha- change, something that you're doing hmm. now that you want to change going into 2023. Yeah. I think, I think find better ways to target bass like large mouth with the o wacky tool from it, fishing completing that's very good very good point i think uh i think oh, right now for more your o wacky tool that's right use code wacky o christmas and say 15 percent. <laughs> you should because <laughs> that's a great deal actually that's the easiest way if you want to catch bass dude it's the easiest way what honest to by- god you just cast the fucking thing out there and it just flutters down there and they just I think what I mean by that is more so to have a game plan rather than just go out and put my boat in the water and just troll around and fish. Like, I want to be able to learn to, like, target better areas. Like, target the areas that will give me a better chance of having a really success. If you, if, if you want that, I, I've learned a lot from in fishermen or uh, Linder's Angling Edge. I think that's one. Because they, whatever they're fishing, like, they'll show you, like, a map of the lake where they're fishing on the lake, why they're fishing in that spot. Like they break down the structure of why yeah. they're fishing for that species in that area, that time of year. That's you a know, good show to watch. I was at long Lake this year out in commerce and I was by myself, of course. And it was my, my family, like my boat has always been on long Lake since my grandpa had that boat back in his day. And, uh, of course I caught the biggest bass I've ever caught. And I, you know, had my phone, took some pictures of it and stuff, but like, that was like the one time that I was like, I went on a map and I looked and I'm like, okay, this is where I need to go. This is what, you know, based on the conditions, this is what I want to target. And I had success and I don't do that as much as I need to. So, I mean, it was pretty cool. What, what's the name of that? Uh, I think it's tactical bassin. Tactical. Oh yeah. They yeah, do it on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Watch, yeah. watch, them, watch yeah. them on YouTube, man. Those yeah. guys are so good at what they do, dude. You know, and like they're, I mean, granted, they're, it's, it's instructional. It's like a lot of it yeah. is instructional, like how to fish certain areas. Everything is, I mean, instructional. So like, good, man. And they're, I mean, generally they're fishing a lot of Florida, Texas, um, I think Carolinas, even Kentucky's, like warmer because they're, they're fishing yeah, all the time. Yeah. But it, but they'll put together a wacky rig or something like that. Yeah, they'll, they'll show you exactly how they'll the show rig you exactly they'll show you how they're fishing it. They they do a lot of underwater yeah. camera right now too. Nice. So they'll show you exactly what the bait's doing underwater and then how you work it. That's a great series if you want to learn how to bass fish. I spent hours one day. I think Ryan told me about it or something like yeah. that, and I had nothing to do on a I don't know a Sunday or something. I'm sitting there watching it on TV. I pulled up the I pulled up YouTube, put on tactical bass, and I sat there for hours, man. <laughs> nice. I must have been there for four or five hours oh, yeah. just watching. You get video down the rabbit hole after video after video, and I was like, "This is great." It's kind of cheesy. Next, like one guy's like. Welcome back to Tactical Bassin. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, after like our <coughs> hey, like as I'm watching it, I'm on Amazon at the same time. Buying whatever. Buying exactly <laughs> what they're catching fish with. I must have spent a hundred dollars that day yep. on baits nice. 
as well as had five hours of entertainment. Yep. So. Reminds me of Carol Baskin. <laughs> Carol, Baskin. dude, I have you guys never seen that. Oh yeah, Carol okay. Baskin. Okay, I have I have probably two boxes. Two like Plano boxes of bash shit that I bought from just watching that. Nice. Still in the nice. Dick Sporting Goods bag. <laughs> <laughs> when we went camping, I had good intentions. Like it was right at, at that yeah. time that I was watching like tactical bass. Yeah. And I was like, I took my kayaks up there. I'm like, I'm gonna go out. I, I have a hard time because I bought so much like bass shit last year. And then we'll go out fishing and I'm like, I wanna bring everything. Not just the bass stuff. I want to bring my pike lures. I want to bring everything. Like and I need to just go out there with like one mindset, like I'm just going to target bass and just hone, like you said, hone your your craft, like just work on plastics or just work on cranks. Or and that and that's what I'm saying when it comes to musky. Like I want to hone that yeah. that craft, like because the, there's a whole art to musky fishing. But every fishing, like, honestly, like if you think about it, like bass fishing, it's a, it's almost an art form. Like there's so much. There's probably more. To bass fishing than there is musky fishing. Oh yeah, for sure. Like musky between really... topwater, plastics, cranks. I mean, spinner baits, chatter baits. Like it is. You can spend a lot more money, even though the, the lures are a lot more expensive. Expensive with musky, you can you can get into musky fishing probably cheaper than you can bass fishing. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of finesse to like musky fishing. It's no. really just it's speed. It's 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 speed. Search, honestly, it's yeah. speed and search fishing. Same with pike really... fishing. Like pike are kind of yeah. the same. Walleye fishing, like. Oh, fucking first thing about walleye fishing. Dude, I have two walleye boxes full of shit. I'm, and I'm I'm clueless when I go out yeah, there. I'm just like jigging on the Detroit River that I'm not good at. And, yeah. Trolling crankbaits. Well, <laughs> hopefully when we're at the fishing show, we can get a hold of some people that do yes. the walleye fishing, do the bass fishing yes. and all that stuff, and we can get some tips from them. You yeah. know, and just say, hey. So that's know, where Jason comes in. Jason yeah. knows walleye like the back of his hand, yeah. whether it's fishing – the Detroit River style or jigging style fishing or trolling like Saginaw Bay. Like that is Jason's forte. That's I the captain. I am super excited to pick the brain of one of our future guests. Upcom- or yeah. Like a, a, an upcoming episode that's coming up here pretty soon yep. about uh, about the musky stuff because I, he's kind of he's kind of a big deal. He's the dude. Yep. He's, he's, yep. The, he's the real deal. You know, and so kind of back to the like my my goal a little bit. So I think, you know, I really a goal. Er, sorry, my resolution. But back to <laughs> back to that story. So loud. So I think so that uh, you know the first couple. Of, so I've only had my boat for like two years, maybe three, and I think the beginning was more so like basically revamping that boat and basically getting it into shape to where it can be back in the water again. To where you know, I basically like when I go out and go fishing, I just want to throw a crankbait and just power fish all day long. Like I, I don't in my mind, it's like I don't have time for finesse fishing. But then that's my problem because I just go out there and want to throw a crankbait or want to throw a spinnerbait or anything like that and just get as many yep. casts in as I can. Yep. And, you know, I, I I just I'm not educated enough. So I think it's just, you know, watching those videos. It feels like you're not guys, doing like, enough. If you're not sitting there casting back and forth and just you know, and I don't know. When really so. you could catch more if you just threw a wacky rig or a Texas rig and pinpoint cast right next to a log and but you I know do. take a lot longer to work it, you might actually I'm sure you'd catch a lot more fish. If you ever if you ever notice like those those professional bass fishermen have like eighteen rods on the front <laughs> yeah. of their boat. Oh yeah. 
And and that's because yeah. each one is rigged in a certain way, yeah. with a certain weight and a mm-hmm. you know it, yeah. it's a certain flex and it's a certain mm-hmm. you know everything There's everything has it, sure. it has yeah. a, a particular application for every single thing that they're doing. Yep, and and everything's already pre-rigged, so it's like instead of switching over, like I'm going to cut my line, I'm going to tie on a leader, mm-hmm. and I'm going to throw a wacky rig. Like they already have a wacky rig line. Yeah, that's right. the other and they can thing. Just with... throw it out based on based on the situation that they see in front of them in the water. That's like, the other thing with bass, good bass too. That, bass are you know? so, their eyesight's so good that, like, you can't use a snap swivel. Like, you can't, I mean, you can catch them with it, but, like, you'll never see a pro using a snap swivel. I oh, use I use a snap swivel every time. I do too. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, it, yeah, because you're, they, you're changing yeah. lures so often, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's why they tie, that's why they'll have 18 rods, because they tie all their shit on. Right. They can... You know, they can switch. They don't have to switch lures. They can just grab a different rod and start casting. And they've got four different rods with different crankbaits with different colors. So they don't have to even go in their tackle box. Yeah. So, like, leaders are the way to go on a lot of that stuff and tying directly on to, like, a floral or something like that. So, like, there's something to be said about that. Like, I was the same way. Like, I just fished snap swivel and I would just snap baits on all the time. And hopefully I'd catch something. And it was a lot of speed fishing. But when you get into the finesse stuff, you're tying you're tying into your braid or you're tying into your fork or your you know whatever kind of line you're using with a leader and you're using a, a much more you know definitive approach when it, you know or a, a more um, you know sneaky approach when you're yeah. coming into with, with bass yeah. because they, they do have really good eyesight. If you look yeah. at a bass, like their eyeballs are giant, you know, yeah. they can see a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, right so here, you got to be really careful about how you target them right here at Portage. Actually, I had, I've had some good luck on uh, using like the Carolina rig, you know, and that's, you know, learn how to use that. And all of a sudden it's like, man, I was catching fish left and right there. And then one day I was out there again and it's just like, that Carolina rig's no longer useful. It was actually it was Jimmy's Jimmy's dad that taught us how to Carolina rig, and uh, with sluggos, sluggos, back sluggos, in the, yeah. the sluggos yeah. back in the day, mm-hmm. and like we hammer, we he took us, he took me and Ryan out to we were kids, we were just little kids, yeah. And he took I us still out don't to know where the hell he took us. I don't know where the hell that was, but like he probably took you to White Lake. It, it was no, super White small. Lake. It was super small. It was like almost a. A little bit bigger than a pond. That's his spot. And took it took us out on like a twelve foot aluminum or something like that, and and rigged us up with a yeah. a sluggo, and we chucked that thing out there, and then he taught us how to use. This it. This would have been like you might have been a baby, yeah. if not yeah. if even born, if even born at that. Honestly, like that's born, how yeah. we like, were like maybe ten years old. Like yeah, we were really. You young. were probably you were probably ten. I might have been like six, but I was five, not, six. I, was, I don't know. I was not born. Oh, the little yeah. baby Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he he taught oh. us how to he taught was, us how to so use. I was technically there. His basic instruction was like to cast it out there and then let it sink to the bottom, and then like pick it up, pick up your rod tip, and then just kind of reel in the slack. Pick up your rod tip, just kind of feel it. Yep. Yep. Pulling it through the weeds, yep. low and, and then, slow. Man, we caught the we caught the shit out of like some mm-hmm. nice bass that that we had like some just the most cheesiest like spinning reels. Yeah, there was nothing special. It was a sluggo. Yeah. Hey, it worked, got right? Yeah, we need to. But it put was together, Carolina rig. Yeah, we need to put together a terrible outdoorsman fishing shivari or whatever oh, it is. Are. 
We, we, we need to do that. Don't worry about it. We're gonna we talk. need to get the gang Don't together. Worry. We need to have like some listeners a, come and hang. We need to have a tournament. The That's ter- what I'm the terrible tournament. Terrible it's coming in 2023. We got to work out the details. <laughs> we, can call it the, <laughs> we can call it the tot. <laughs> the terrible outdoorsman tournament. I've got ideas for the for the tot. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna have one. Okay, okay. I like it. I, well, let's not put well, it all out there right yeah, now. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Well, it's, <laughs> we gotta figure that part out. No, it's it's we're we're gonna talk. Can we we're do it talk. before June, please? Thank what? you. We're doing it in yeah. Winya. Everybody's coming up. Yeah. Um the, all right, so all of our real, listeners. Now that our nobody's fucking here. Nobody's <laughs> listening right now. So That's I'll true. so we'll go back to the re- resolution since we just went on a twelve minute t- bass tangent. Um tactical bassin. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch those guys tonight. <laughs> They're good. Me too. Everybody should go watch Tactical Bass, and it is a cool-ass show. they got, like, fucking 50,000 followers. Like, they have a huge following. It's, it's, it's yeah. super They're actually really popular. Really but, good show. Um, so, anyways, my resolution is to continue the year of not talking shit. Yes. Because last year, I did a lot of good shit, and I, I credit the podcast with all of it. Because otherwise... I went years where we talked and talked and talked and didn't and just didn't do shit. I don't think Tequamina would have happened. It, it never it. would have happened. Dude, we've been talking about we Tequamina for We've been talking about Tequamina for 10 years. Years. Yeah. And I, I credit the podcast, and, and that's why we kind of – the whole reason we started doing this, because it's going to force us to do it, to get some content. And, yeah, so – but even still last year, there's times where, like, I could have gone musky fishing, and I was like, ah, I'm going to sleep in. And I'm, you know, like, and there's still going to be those times, but I want to just double down on the year of not talking shit, 2023. And I've got bigger plans, um, other trips. I want to, you know, yeah, not necessarily bull prediction wise, but I'm just, we've already been in the water more, not just musky fishing, not just bass fishing, not just fishing in general, hunting more. Like I, I hunted really hard in October, and then I shot that buck, and then I fell off the wagon. I want to. I want a turkey hunt, um, you know, spring turkey hunt, fall tur- turkey hunt. Um, even I'm already like, it's already run through my head. I want to do some small game hunting, just to get out out get outdoors. Like go walk behind, you know, Don't be terrible. <laughs> yeah, go walk behind mom and dad's house with a shotgun and just get outside and shoot some guns and shoot shoot the goddamn squirrels that chitter around me all. In the tree stand, so that's uh, that's my resolution is to double down on the you're not talking shit. So. I like it. The hell was um, that? <laughs> like it, it's it's, <laughs> univer- it's universal talk. Um, <clears throat> but so we've already, me and you have already talked about like Tequamadon 2.0. Yeah, like yeah, that. After that one trip, doing that one trip, we've already put together, like, we mm. are ready for the second round. Like, let's do it again. Yep. It's happening. We already we already started talking deets and dates. And so, yeah, it's going to happen. And we're going to do more and more trips. Not just, maybe not just fishing, more hunting. You guys got to come. The Alaska moose trip, I'm just, I'm going on record. It's still going to happen. I'm not, that was not me talking shit. Alaska moose? Yeah. I would like to see like some like terrible outdoorsman like trips. I need to go to the yeah. gym now. Where, like the whole crew goes, like yeah. Captain JG, every, yep. like everybody. My fat ass would not do good in Alaska. 
moose hunting. You got to start small. It's not going to happen now. It's going to be a, a trip I'm going to have to save up for. <laughs> Dan, you got to be quiet. I'm out of breath. So if I if I knew like wait Dan we've only walked five feet <laughs> I know give me Dan a we're not even off the plane yet <laughs> yeah, give, give me a juicy Dan, Lucy <laughs> Dan, Dan we're still oh on the God. plane <laughs> we're still oh, Lucy Lucy juicy but juicy I'll, I'll be right there with you even even yeah. on uh, I'll be like I'll just I'll stand here I'll shoot from yeah. juicy but juicy <laughs> Jesus oh my God ah uh, juicy but juicy <laughs> it is so loud somebody take it out of his hands so, somebody like don't let you him did this it. you I did said, this to me I said hey Ryan <laughs> I said hey Ryan do you want to control the podcaster before I stop talking he was like yep I sure do. <laughs> That's your sweet ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. We'll put the captions on for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> close, just a close caption. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I think that's enough fun for one night, eh? I agree. <laughs> oh. about, about that. How about that? How about that? How All right. About Dude, that. It, sounds, it sounds like you need a fishing partner for 2023. I mean, I do have a boat, and my wife also Is loves fishing. Muted? Is Jimmy muted? No, he just sits so damn far from the microphone. <laughs> I I'm I need always... to get him a headset to where it never leaves no. his head. If we can plug in like the ones off my computer, so it's got. I have boom, a theory. He's got a boom yeah. mic in his mouth. I have a theory yeah. that that my my volume is just lower that way. I'm telling yours is higher. Actually, I turned really? you up because you're so damn far. Oh, Anyways, yeah. I have to oh, be so Jimmy. close to Kwamen and Two Point boys. Get yeah. together. Let's yeah. do it. I mean, it all depends on the uh, you know the whole time frame of the baby. So, oh yeah, but, uh, it ain't gonna work for you. Little nope. tiny baby, June. bring the baby. Yeah. Terrible June. baby. And, June and end of June. End of but June. no, um, springtime fish, springtime bass fish, man. I'm always lo- honestly, when? I always look for people to fish with. When she do? Um, July. <laughs> You're we're going in June. She's fine. <laughs> She'll be all right. Suck that thing in, yeah, man. No Wor- worst case scenario, you get called at four o'clock in the morning after you've been drinking homemade wine yeah, all night, yeah. and uh, wait, wait, you got to you got you have to rush home. Homemade wine. Yeah, you got to rush home. You've and heard this story. I have not. <laughs> you got to rush home. Told, with the I know shits. we told this. Did we not tell this story? No. Maybe we didn't. Oh Sorry, my goodness! Oh, we're gonna wine. then we're gonna then. then we're gonna end this podcast with a terrible story. Oh, let's hear it. Is this from the Tequamanan? I feel trip? like we told the no, story. This I was a winning trap. Yeah, this was um, when Bob's uh, daughter was going to be born, Bree. So what? Thir- she's thirteen. Two thousand eight. So two thousand eight. Um, and so we were. It was the last night of Winya, Sunday night. And we stayed up super late playing cards. We're playing euchre. Playing euchre. Drinking homemade wine. Back then, um, a couple guys that used to come up, they used to, for my, since we always come up on our birthday, they used to always give me a bottle of homemade wine. They made their own wine. And the shit was the strongest shit. Do they still make this wine? I think so. Probably. We need to get Maybe. this dude. We need to get this dude. I mean, content. it was really good. It was good stuff. We yeah. need to but get like, some. But like, we sat there playing cards, like just passing a wine bottle back and forth. Oh, and we man. drank it like it was like, Pucker, man, but like it's, it, it was like the strongest shit, and we—I mean, we stayed up to like three, four o'clock in the morning, just get—I mean, just hammer drunk. We got to get up the next day, so we already know like going to bed is gonna be fucked. So we lay down at like four o'clock, and like five o'clock, his phone starts ringing, and his wife's nine months pregnant mm. at this point. Yeah, 
I don't even know why you went on this trip. <laughs> and uh, I'm laying there, yeah, and his phone's ringing, and it keeps ringing. And he ain't, he's not moving. And I, and I know exactly what that phone calls for. I know exactly what it oh, is. No. And I'm not moving. I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope. And then my phone starts ringing. And then his phone's ringing. And it goes back and forth, and yeah. it's nonstop. And eventually I just hit him, and I'm like, dude, answer your phone. And he answers, and I don't remember what she said. Do you? Do you probably don't even remember oh, what she man. said. Something to the effect of like she was having contractions, yeah. And uh, she thinks it's she thinks it's time I'm going in type thing. And I was like, "Fuck, yeah!" I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're again. We have been. We might have been asleep for an hour. We were still drunk. We weren't even hungover. We were still drunk. <laughs> At that point, like I'm not, I don't even think I felt bad. Besides, just like completely out of it, and like we had to scramble and throw everything in the truck because we didn't pack shit up the night before because we, we were had, we playing had the, cards. We had the boat hooked up. No, because we didn't take boat. Remember? Oh, maybe, uh, maybe not. Yeah, we didn't take a boat. We used the boat on the, oh, on the cabin. One of the fourteen. We had my old white truck. Yeah, and so we just used the cabin, the boat that came with the cabin. And we just took up a motor, and so I think that might have been in the truck. Um, and we, like, just grabbed our clothes, threw the shit in the truck, and, I mean, we were on the road by six thirty, seven o'clock, and by then we're starting to get, like, we're starting to come down. Hmm. And that was the worst drive. <laughs> worst ride ever. About 45 minutes in, we both got the McGurgles, and we got to <laughs> shit our pants. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and nothing is open. Like, we're driving down 65, and there's fucking nothing for like a 50 mile track. Oh, man. There's nothing. And I'm like, we stopped at like a couple gas stations and like, there's nothing's open. I don't even think they're in business anymore. And I'm like, I'm about to shit behind this building. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we, we we eventually made it to Hale on 65. We're, yeah. we, we made it to Hale and there's whatever like, the, I think there's, must, there's like a Hale. fucking shell gas station or something. Shell there. on a subway. <laughs> yeah. It's like a shell with a subway in it. And we stopped there. And that I was not the God, way a sandwich should be. Oh my! I swear to God, I I have never destroyed a, <laughs> a, a bathroom the way I did that day. That's awesome. And it was it was terrible, dude. And like, because I felt I was feeling so terrible, and I was I was I again still <clears throat> completely drunk. I drank more than him. Oh yeah, he was driving, and like he's he's good, but he's is he good? Oh no, <laughs> I was not good. I like I said, I wasn't even to the hungover phase. Mm. Worst uh, by the end of like by the time we got home, like I was probably to the hungover phase, but I was yeah, I guarantee I was still drunk. So yeah, kind of just hammered, and so we 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 grabbed Red Bulls, we grabbed anything we could possibly do to just shove it in our bodies, try to make it home. Yeah, flew home, flew home, drove eighty five miles per hour, and uh, yeah, it's like a three and a half four hour drive, and we made it in that time mainly because I wanted the drive to be over with. Yeah, yeah. So by the time I got there. And I, I got, I got, I don't know if, I don't, shit, I don't even remember if I went home, if she was still at home or if she was at the hospital and I met her at the hospital. But either way, it was like, kind of like false alarm. And I was like, well, I think, I think we found out like <laughs> with an hour left of the trip or something like that, like that it was a false alarm. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to kill her. I'm going to fucking kill her. Well, at least it was a false alarm. So did you go back up? <laughs> no, it was the day we were coming home. Oh, okay. It was Monday. It was Monday morning. Okay. So we had to come home anyways, uh, but it was it was the worst experience I've ever had, like, 
of being imagine as hungover as you've ever been in your and life. then have to and have to drive like you the don't have worst a choice hangover like you've, you've got to get him had. home or you're gonna miss you're his, gonna miss his your daughter being, being born. born thank yeah. god we have uber now That'd be an expensive Uber from Alpena to, to Detroit. There's no Ubers from Alpena. Oh I feel like we I, maybe we didn't tell the story because I don't remember telling it. No, that's my first time hearing it. Oh man, that was bad. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Thanks a lot, Bree. Well, she was born like two weeks later. She was yeah. born on May 31st, and that was yeah. around our mid month, like May 16th, around our birthday. And I don't think I've drank homemade wine since. No, no I, 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 I have drank homemade wine because Brian and I went up north and. Got fucked up on homemade wine. We need to get that dude's number. Who, the homemade wine? Yeah. yeah. My dad's buddy. They live right down the road. Sign me up. I can see. I, I don't know if they still make the stuff. Is it Guido? No. No, Just no it was uh, Brad and, and Mike. Mike. Would, would you they drink? used to always make it. They bring it up for everybody. But like, that was like always my birthday present for them. Nice. They bring me a... They make blackberry It was good as wine. shit, too. It was like oh, apple-flavored yeah, wine or something like that. Good Mikey stuff. Dude, it was so good. good. Sounds good. No, Mikey? no, no, not oh, Mikey. No. Mike Kowalik. Mike Kowalik. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Name drop. Yeah. You might listen. <laughs> I don't know. He knows how to use podcast stuff. Nice. Anyways, well, cool. Now we'll wrap this up. All right. Yeah, that was a... <laughs> any, um, any final comments, boys? Be rooting. Be tooting. I got to be shooting, but don't... But, 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 <laughs> <laughs> he tried to get it in. He tried to get it in. Um, remember, kids, what happens on the podcast stays on the podcast. Keep your legs crossed, your mind on Jesus. I let you all have your moments. Let oh, us hear it. I didn't I even had, censor Jimmy. I had my seconds. I I almost I almost hit it, and I'm like, I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna <laughs> let it go. Okay. Well, have a good New Year's, boys. Um, yeah, you too. And we'll, uh, we'll, I'll see y'all next year. Oh my God, that was terrifying. Hey, guys. Uh, hopefully this uh, roadcaster sounded pretty good. Yeah, hopefully. I've had a lot of fun with it. So. What, yeah, is, clearly. what does the beer burp sound like with the demon? It's gotta, <laughs> We're not going to go there. We'll do it afterwards. Um, hit it, hit so it. Hit it. we got a couple. I'll just do it. It was a, <laughs> sound like a fart. That was uneventful. Sound like a fart. That was yeah, it might have been. Why was the mic down there? Um so, so this microphone smells like shit. We have a we have a busy January coming up. Yeah. Um we got a couple special guests that we got lined up. We've got um we got ice fishing to talk about. We got the Sturgeon Fest coming up that um we're gonna do a podcast uh, up there. Uh, I don't no, none of you are going to be there, but me and Brian and my wife, and uh, I got to see if Jason's going to make it. So we got that coming up. Um, we still got to do bold predictions, so we got to do an episode of that, and then we got the fishing show. We're going to do. We're going to try to record at the fishing show. Um, we'll see how this works. It'll work. I'm gonna but we're be- definitely going to do. We're going to record uh, before they open the doors and let everybody yep. in. Um, I'm going to be at the shivery. God damn it. He's in. I believe that when my shit turns purple and rain, it Wait, smells like the, rainbow sherbet. Is that the beer tent thing? Yeah. The when, shivery? When is that? That is the first week in February. So yeah. It's a little chilly. It's, it's, it, is. it rolls right up to the Super Bowl. Nice. No, the Same Super Bowl is a week later now that they added a week to the season. I wouldn't oh. mind coming and checking yeah. that out. Um, so we're going well, to do a podcast at the show before they open the doors. 
We'll see how the sound works um, at the show. See how it works. We'll have this stuff. We can do it. We can do it. If not, I feel like it's not going to be able to happen. But because it's just going to be chaos. just chaos. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll I, see. I agree. But um, either way, we're going to be there. So get your tickets to the fishing show. Come on up. We're going to have um, some pretty cool stuff. We're going to be raffling off um, a custom ice fishing rod that. Uh, buddy of mine, his, him and his grandpa have been making for like 55 years. It's pretty badass. What's the name of that fishing rod from uh, Grumpy Old Men? The Green Hornet Strikes Again, Gustafson. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. What a way to end it. So lots <laughs> lots of stuff. Uh, we're going to have lots of fun stuff at the at the fishing show. So. Anybody listening, get your tickets, get your ass up there, all four days, whatever. Um, it's going to be a good time. I think they're still doing half-off tickets, aren't they? Yeah, we're going to post a link on the website, too. We'll okay. Get that, we'll get that updated. Cool. So you can check it out. Do-do-do. Yeah, so we'll get that posted. Um, but, yeah, come on up. Join us. That's a cool event if you're into fishing. Man, there's all kinds of cool companies there. Um, other other than that, we got, a, like I said, a busy-ass January, which I was worried at first that January was going to be the doldrums because we wouldn't have any crazy topics, but we just got a lot lined up, so it's going to be a busy month. So we'll see what February brings us. But thanks again for everybody for your support. Um, it's been great. The seven days of giveaways was awesome. Tons of uh, you know uh, feedback from that, and um, the, the winners will get that posted tomorrow. Um, on our social media, and we'll uh, touch base with you on how to how to get you all this stuff. So we can even bring it to the show if you're coming to the show. That might be easiest. We can hand it in person, which I think would be the coolest thing. So that's right. Okay. Any final comments, boys? All good here. No. Nope. All right. Nope. As always, get outdoors and don't be terrible. 